every demon, every curse, every every trap, every trap, any attack, any problem, any problem. Any challenge. Any challenge. Anything against us. Anything against us. Our lives. Our lives. Our families. Our families. Our careers. Our careers. Our anything. Let them be bound. Let them be bound. I bind them now. I bind them now. I destroy them now. I destroy them now. But the blood of Jesus, 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 blood of Jesus. Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, fire, 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 I command them to the abyss. I command them to the abyss. Say, God Almighty, you are holy. Say, God Almighty, you are holy. God Almighty, you are holy. Holy. You are wonderful. You are wonderful. You are glorious. You are glorious. I love you so much. I love you so much. You are God of Abraham. You are God of Abraham. God of Isaac. God of Isaac, God of Jacob, God of Jacob, I worship you. I worship you. I adore you. I adore you. I love you so much. I love you so much. I surrender to you. I surrender to you. Say wonderful Holy Spirit. Wonderful Holy Spirit. I love you so much. I love you so much. I surrender to you. I surrender to you. I open my heart. I open my heart. I open my spirit. I open my spirit. Teach me your word. Teach me your word. Bless me today. Bless me today. Today. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. The Bible said that where two or three come together in my name, there I am in their midst. Then also Amen. tonight, know that Jesus Christ is here. God Almighty is here. 
angels are here. We are in the presence of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Also tonight, Amen. we will have a privilege to sing unto God. Let us do so with the whole of our heart. And the Bible says that as the praises go up, His glory come down. Let's get ready to sing unto God. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. You are Alpha and Omega.
testimony tonight. Let us get the word of God from that other side and the word of testimony tonight. Amen. Amen. Our testimony reads as follows. Broken leg healed. There is a man admitted at the hospital where Pastor Robert was ministering to the patient. He was involved in a car accident and his leg was broken in two parts. He is for another operation this week. The man of God prayed for him, and the healing power of God Almighty touched him. The man of God instructed him to walk, and he began to walk with one crutch, and later without a crutch. His family was excited to see the changes after prayer. And he also confirmed himself that he was feeling much better. Glory to God in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We 
the word of God from the book of First Corinthians chapter 10 from verse 33 NIV. First Corinthians chapter 10 from verse 33. It says, even as I try to keep everyone in every way, for I am not seeking my own good, but the good of many, so that they may be saved. Follow my example as I follow the example of Christ. I praise you for remembering me in everything and for holding to the traditions just as I pass them on to you. But I want you to realize that the head of every man is Christ, and the head of the woman is man, and the head of Christ is God. Every man who prays or prophesies with his head covered this honest head. But every woman who prays or prophesies with her head and covered this honest her head, it is the same as her head shaved. For if a woman does not cover her head, she might as well have the head but if it is a disgrace for a woman to have her hair cut off, her head shaved, then she will cover her head and Hallelujah. Amen. We are going through the word of God, the Bible together. As the word of God will be going out today, anyone you are not well, you will be receiving your healing. Every problem, let that problem be solved. And uh, let the Holy Spirit be ministering to us, touching, blessing and healing in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Then right now we will be going to the word of God, to the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse number 33. The Bible reads as follows. Even as I try to please everyone in every way, for I am not seeking my own good, but good of many so that they may be saved. This is Apostle Paul. For us to understand what he is talking about in that chapter, we will have to go and also touch the chapter, a few verses where he was uh, talking. Let us read in verse number uh, 31 and 32. Then the Bible says that, so where, where, whether you eat or drink, whatever you do, do it for the glory of the Lord. Do not cause anyone to stumble, whether Jew or Greek or the church of God. Okay, then Apostle Paul here, He's saying that even as I try to please everyone in every way, I'm not seeking my own good, but the good of many so that they may be saved. Then Apostle Paul here, what we have to understand, um, first of all, he was talking about food. That... Um, what he talks about in every in uh, in in the even in the previous chapters that we have read is that um, there was not wrong nothing wrong with eating the food that have been 
offered to the idol. But he said that in order to make sure that um, everything is well, when you are taking the food sacrifice to the idol, if you thank God for it, everything is going to be well. But he said that even when you are partaking that food, and when you are doing whatever you are doing, try not to, to offend anyone, whether Jew or Greek and even those who are in the church. Then he's trying to say that he's trying to please everyone. He's trying not to offend everyone. He is whatever now what he's talking about that he's doing. He's saying that he is doing it for the sake of the others. Not that, you know, like what we talked about the other time, where you end up saying that as the child of God, maybe you end up saying that, no, you don't eat pork. In the New Testament, if you pray for pork, you can eat pork. But this is the place where you go like, okay, I don't eat pork in front of my brother for the sake of my brother's faith because the brother or the sister's faith can be offended if you are eating that pork in front of him because maybe he doesn't believe in it. He still thinks it's wrong to eat that pork. Then he said that he will be trying to, to get approval in the other brother, in the other sister, so that that sister might be saved. Then he is doing whatever he's doing for the sake of others. For the sake of others. That's why I say that even if I, as I try to please everyone in every way, I'm not trying to seek good, my own good, but the good of many so that they may be saved. He's saying that when he was, he's doing whatever he's doing, he said that he will be doing it to get an approval and, and in trying to please others so that others may be saved. He's doing it for others. Hallelujah. Amen. Because sometimes as a Christians, we live for others. We try to, to do things so that also others might be saved because, of course, we are preaching. Of course, we are preaching. And remember, preaching is not preaching only in the pulpit. Of course, we are preaching. Anyway, let us go to the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse number 1. Apostle Paul said that, follow my example as I follow the example of Christ. Apostle Paul is telling those whom he is leading, whom he is working with, that follow my example as I follow Christ. And you know, on following is not everything that you follow. When Apostle Paul is saying that, follow my example as I follow Christ, what is he trying to say that? On whatever that he is, he is following Christ. And you see that Apostle Paul is following Christ. Follow his example. But if in some of the things that he's doing is not following Christ, don't follow that. 
It's the same thing that we were doing in the Old Testament. In the Old Testament, we are studying the book, the Old Testament, as we are seeing and looking how other servants of God have walked with God. The one who have walked with God well, we copy the good that they have done. And if somebody went somewhere and make a mistake, we don't copy that. We take that as a lesson and say, oh, then this is the mistake they've made. And we try not to do what the mistake that they've done. Then when Apostle, Paulus, Apostle Paul said that, follow me as I follow Christ, then that means you, you, you now, when you're following Apostle Paul, if he's doing everything that aligns to the word of God, you copy that. But if Apostle Paul, there are some of the things that he is doing that it is not aligned with the word of God, you don't copy that. You don't copy that. You copy everything that is aligning to the word of God. I want you to get that. I don't know whether you are getting what I'm saying. When we are walking with Christ, we look for the things that others are walking with Christ and we copy that. But if there are certain things that they are doing that does not glorify the name of the Lord, you don't copy that. It's not everything that we copy. It is in the life of Jesus where we copy everything. Because Jesus Christ is the Alpha and Omega. And no one else is the Alpha and Omega. I want you to get it. Jesus Christ is what? He's the Alpha and what? And Omega. He's the beginning and the end. His life was perfect. You can study, you can see it when you study the book of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. When you are copying, the, you, you can see it, how glorious is the life of the Lord. No matter what, whether he is being crucified, but you will see how glorious is that life of the Lord Jesus Christ. But then it what I'm trying to tell you tonight is when you do that, you will begin to see how perfect is the life of Jesus Christ. The life of Jesus Christ is perfect. And why it is perfect? It is perfect because it must be copied. It's the one that deserves to be copied. Hallelujah. Amen. The life of Jesus Christ deserves to be copied. We are trying to be like um, to be like Jesus. We are following Jesus. That's why we are Christians. We are saying that we are Christian because we are following Christ. Amen. We are not following Paul. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. We are following who? We are following Jesus. We are Jesus Christ's followers. Because he has paid with his own blood. He has paid with his own blood. Then we Amen. are Jesus Christ's followers. And we are Jesus Christ's copiers. Jesus, we must copy him in full. We must, we must long to be like him. We must strive to be like him. Who? Jesus Christ. Christ. 
Hallelujah. Amen. Verse number 2 of 1 Corinthians chapter 11. I praise you for remembering me in everything and for holding to the tradition just as I pass them on to you. This is Apostle Paul. Apostle Paul says, I praise you for remembering me in everything and for holding to the traditions I have passed them unto you. You know, then Apostle Paul is saying that he thanked them for remembering him. Not only thanking them for remembering him and also on holding on the teaching that he has given them. Remember this time he's writing the letter to the church in Corinth. He's no longer, he's not in Corinth. He went there and preached and he passed. And when he was in Corinth, he taught them the word. He taught them some things which are in the word. And now as he have taught them some things that are in the word, he said that that means maybe he have heard the report about them. He have heard the, the report about them, how they are doing. It's not there, but that's why he's writing the letter. So I thank them. He is happy that they have hold on to the tradition. What were these traditions? Were these the traditions of men? No, these were the traditions of the word of God. Amen. A true child and a wonderful child of God is the one who hears the word of God and put it into practice. According to what he have been taught. That is a true and a wonderful child of God. That's why Jesus Christ said that. You know, Jesus, even himself, he does not value and um, he doesn't value people just because they listen to him. He values people based on how they have applied his word. We have heard that. We have talked about that several times. With Jesus Christ that anyone who loved me will obey my commands. Anyone who loved me will obey his commands. His commands are his traditions. His command are his, are his, is the word of God. Then Jesus Christ said that anyone who will take this word of God and put in them into practice is like the man who built his house on top of what? On top of the rock. Even the streams rose, even the storm of the life of life comes, it will hit against that, that house. Yes, it will stand, it will not fall. This is Jesus Christ talking about somebody who have taken the word, applied the word. You know, that's the importance of the word. Then also Apostle Paul here, he was impressed based on other disciples whom he have taught the word of God and who have after heard the word of God he, they take that word of God and put it into practice because you see whether somebody is the true disciples of Jesus Christ a true follower of Jesus Christ when they take the word of God and put the word of God into practice then that's very very much important that's why we have to love the word of God. We have to enjoy the word of God. We have to study the word of God. We have to listen to the word of God. We have to meditate upon the word of God. So that we may do everything written in it. Amen. 
and we are, you know, we are, we prove that we are his disciple of Jesus Christ when we put the word of God into practice. I want us just to go somewhere this uh, this evening. Can we go to the book of um, La Graduska Pradiaska Pahayadeske Pahayadeas? The book of Joshua. Joshua chapter 1. Can we go there? Verse number 7. The Bible says that be strong and be very courageous. Be careful to obey all the law my servants Moses gave to you. Do not turn from it to the left or to the right. That you may be successful wherever you go. Okay, that is the first portion of it. Verse number 8. The Bible said that keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night. So that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. This is now, it's, uh, it's God talking to Joshua. That Joshua, the secret of Moses was in the word. Because Moses by this time he was gone. He was no longer there. Joshua was about to take over. And now God is giving Joshua a mandate that he must take in order for him to be successful as Moses was successful. And God is saying that the secret of Moses' success, it was in the word of God. Then in order for, for Joshua to be successful, he must honor the word of God. And must meditate upon the word of God and meditate upon the word of God. Not just once, not just twice, not just once a week, not just twice a week, but day and night. So that he may be careful to do everything that was commanded. Where? In the law of Moses. You want now to do the word of God. Meditate upon his word. Do you want to prove that you are a disciple of Jesus Christ? Meditate upon his word. Love the word of God. Talk about the word of God. Listen to the word of God. Listen to the word of God. Let it be part of you. The more it is part of you, sooner or later you will find that you are practicing the word of God. Then when we talk about the tradition, it must not be the traditions of man. Remember Jesus Christ, even himself, he taught against the traditions of men. When Jesus Christ came, and by the time he was introducing his teachings, and by the time he was producing, coming to teach the word of God, to practice the word of God, he was coming to the time where there were Pharisees and the teachers of the law, the people who were so religious. These people were religious. And when these people were religious, you know, they did not want to hear any other teaching, any other revelation. And they were sticking into the, tra some of the tradition were not even based on the word. Some of the traditions were the tradition that they've made for themselves. Which seemed to be, to be so wonderful on the women perspective. Which they seemed to look to be, to distinguish them. But, but was it the word of God? Was it the word of God? 
Alleluia. Amen. Was it the word of God? It was not the word of God. It was not the word of God. It was the traditions of men. Then also, when we are following Jesus, and when we are walking with Jesus, something that we must, we must really consider and look to carefully, it is to look to carefully and make sure that um, uh, we are not following the traditions of men. Are, are you hearing what I'm saying? Amen. That we are following what? The, the, the word of God. We are practicing the word of God. If it's any tradition, it must be a tradition which is based on the word. Then also the tradition that is talking about, Apostle Paul is talking about, it must be a tradition which is based on the word. Otherwise, if those who are following Apostle Paul are, 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 are following and practicing, practicing the traditions which is, are, are not based on the word of God, they are getting lost. They are getting lost. Whatever we do as a church of God, whatever we do as we walk together, it must be based on the word. It must be based on the word. It must not just be doing things. You know, today, you, you know, that's why sometimes you end up having a false church. A false church sometimes, they will be having a traditions. But you find that a tradition that they have, it does not conform with the word of God. Then any tradition that is being done, and any Act that is being done, it must conform with the word of God. What is the word of God? The word of God is the standard of a Christian's life. The word of God, it must show you direction. The word of God, it must, it must be what we practice in our life. Then anything in the life of a child of God, it must be, it must be the way that it's been said where? In the word of God. It's not about just say, oh, I'm following so-and-so. I'm doing so-and-so. But whatever they're doing is concerning. Do you see the word of God in it? If Apostle Paul is saying that follow me as I follow Christ, he must be practicing the word of God. When he's practicing the word of God in his action, then copy the action when he's following the word of God. That is very, very much important. If there are other traditions, oh, it's wrong. Don't follow it. Anyone, including me, if, if uh, the certain portion where it is not the word of God, don't follow that. We are following Christ. Because sometimes men stumble. Then you know, we've got the, the, the verse like, um, you know, sometimes men stumble. And when men stumble... That's what we are saying in the Old Testament. When we are studying the, li the life of patriarchs and the, those who have lived in the Old Testament, what are we doing? We will check what they've done right work with God. And when they've been working with God, good, we copy it. But when we find, oh, this is where they stumble, this is a lesson learned, so we don't have to do this. 
But even when we are now looking at the, at the, at the traditions, we must be checking the traditions that conform to what? To the word of God. The word of God is the standard of the child of God's life. I cannot emphasize that enough. Okay, let me just do one or two justice of these few verses because these few verses, they are not normally talked about. It's not something that you will hear now and then anybody teaching about them. We have to go through because this is what we are doing. That's the reason why we are here listening to the word of God tonight. Okay, verse number three. The Bible says that, but I want you to realize that the head of every man is Christ and the head of every woman is man. And the head of uh, Christ is God. He's trying to give us the hierarchy. That the hierarchy is that God, God Almighty is God of all. He's the Father of all. He's the source of life to all. After God Almighty, we have got Christ. The head of God is Christ. The, the, the head of Christ is God. But the head of the church, it is Christ. The head of man is Christ. And now the head of, of a woman is man. Especially when you, are, when you are married. That man, that husband of yours is the head of the family. If you are married, you must listen to your husband. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. If you are married, you must do what? You must listen to your, to, to your, to your husband. And when you are in Christ, you must listen to Christ. Christ is the head of the church, is the head of, your, of men. Men must listen to Christ. In the same way, the woman, if you are married, listen to your husband. Listen to your husband. You know, you find that somebody is married, you know, when they, this woman is married, doesn't want to listen when the, 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 the man of the house is speaking. It's wrong. It's wrong. The, your husband is the head of your family. Your husband is the head of the house. Respect that man. That's what the Bible said that woman. The, that's what I'm, I'm, I'm just saying that according to the word of God. I'm not just saying woman. The Bible said that women must do what? Must, must submit to their husband. As if you are in Christ, we submit to Christ. If you are married, you submit to your husband. You don't act as if you are men in the house. Doesn't matter whether you are working. Doesn't matter whether you are earning more than your husband. Some because that's that's the case sometimes. You find that the woman is getting more money more than the the husband, and the woman forget that uh, uh, she's the she's the wife. He now behaves as if she's the husband of the house, and she want the man to listen to this man. It's wrong. If you are married, you must honor your husband. If you are married, Amen. you must respect your husband. This is a point. What we are saying here, we are, not, we are not putting this to you. We are telling you what the word of God says. Then if you do the things that the word of God says, God is going to back you up. God, the God will be in what you are doing. If you do things according to the word of God, then many women, they want to, to do what they think is right. No. If you are married, your husband is the head of the house. Honor that man. The Bible doesn't say a wife love your husband. The Bible says you must respect your husband. You must submit to your husband. And the husband love your wife. Love your wife. 
And the Bible says the husband must love the wife as Christ loved the church. That means, and the Bible says that you men, you must not be harsh to your wives. You must love them. Don't be harsh. To, to be so that for them to submit doesn't mean that you must be harsh. But love and care for them as Christ cares about the church. But it is easy to love the women who submit. If you want your husband to love you, honor him, submit to him, listen to him when he talks. You know, in the marriage, there's a way to talk. There's a way to talk. There's a way to talk. You know, some women, you know, they will reach to the level where they, they will talk to their husband as if their husband is the child. And most of the time, the husband gets offended. There's a way to talk. You know, I've, I've given many advices sometimes when people are looking for prayer. And I say that do you, to this woman, do you work? Say that, yes, I work. Then in, in your working place, do you talk to your boss anyhow? No, I don't. Even if you are angry there at work, if your boss have done something wrong, do you just begin to shout everybody so that everybody can hear that day now today? I, I will show you. Do, do you do it like that? Absolutely not. It's wrong. You find a way to convey the message in a proper way. Also the same way in your house. Do the same. Doesn't mean that if there's something wrong now, you begin to shout to that man as if it's your child and you're trying to prove a point. No, submit and no. And this, you, you will, you will, you, if you do it like that, you have stopped a lot of problems by only submitting. Submission is a key in marriage. Submission is a key. Anyway, I'm just passing through that point. I'm just giving in alignment. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Let us go forward Amen. just a bit. Because what I'm talking about here, they are not really talked about every day. We don't really, we are talking about because we read it today. Okay. Can we go to... To, to verse number 14 of First Corinthians chapter 11. The Bible says that every man who prays or prophesies with his head covered dishonors his head. What Apostle Paul is saying is that it's inappropriate that when you are, when you are in the office and you wear a hat, it's an inappropriate. He's trying to say that when you are in the office, spiritual office, if you are a man, don't cover your head. I'm, 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 I'm not saying, I'm giving you what the word of God talks about. This is what Apostle Paul is saying. And he's saying that every woman who prays or prophesies with their head uncovered dishonor their head. In the same way as you are, as, as the same as shaving your head shaved. Hey, okay. You know, if, if, you, know, if you tell a woman, Somebody who's a woman, and you say that it is wrong to pray with your head uncovered. Nowadays, it's a norm. People, they get comfortable with all the styles, the wonderful style and the beautiful style they have. It's a norm. But okay, I, 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 I want you to get this. 
Have you ever seen a woman with a shaved head? A shaved, a bald head. I don't care whether they say it's a Mrs. South Africa. It's an inappropriate. Doesn't, it, doesn't, it, it is not womanly. It is not what God has created. No matter what. Whether they say that this one is a Mrs. South Africa. But the hair of a woman, the Bible says, is the glory of a woman. It's the glory. God gave a gift of hair. Even though you love beautiful, that beautiful style is a gift from God. That is your glory. You are beautiful because of your hair. You are more beautiful according to the word of God. I'm not, I'm not trying to say this is what pastors say. You know, most of the time when I'm teaching the word of God, I try to be to stay behind and let God speak. Let the mind of God and what God prescribed be prescribed. And you listen to the word of God. Listen as if you are listening to the word of God. Let me tell you, there are many things that naturally are comfortable to us, but the word of God does not allow. When you hear the word of God saying it, try to do what the word of God is saying. Don't question it. There are many things, there are many, many things that naturally, you know, we are comfortable with our, our lifestyle. We want to do it the way we do it, and we have been doing it, which may be worldly sometimes. But if the word of God, you find the word of God talking against it, don't do it, just that. Because God knows why he's saying what he's saying. Like now, you know, now, now today in this service, you may find that there is a lot of ladies who are listening to this sermon. And goes like, you know, I'm comfortable without something to cover my head. But you heard what the Bible say, right? If you have heard it, what are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? Are you going to just say, okay, 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 you hear what I'm saying. But I'm trying to say to you, when you hear what the word of God says, this, it is just the right way to do. More especially for the child of God. To hear, because when we are studying the word of God, we are trying to find out what is it that God loves. And we will try to do everything to confine to what God says. That's what it is. But the Bible said that anyone who listened to the word of God, who studied to the word of God, and that person, when you're sitting, it's like you're looking at yourself at a mirror. But what do you do? Do you look at yourself at the mirror to just leave it like that? No. The Bible said that the anyone who listens to the word of God and just go away like that without rectifying what he's talking about, that person is like, so that it's like there's somebody who's deceiving himself or herself. And we are not deceiving. We are studying the word of God. Let us try to conform to the word of God. Not to the standard of the world. Because there are some stuff that the world they've made a norm. To the world those things are normal. Then must we just follow the world blindly because to the world it's normal? No, we are not of this world. We're trying to do the word of God. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm not going to talk forward because of time. Can you say, my day is blessed?
My day is blessed. My family is blessed. My career is blessed. My career is blessed. Our countries are blessed. Our countries are blessed. Say everything is turning around for my good. Everything is turning around for my good. I will not die before my time. I will not die before my time. I will never be sick in my life. I will never be sick in my life. I will never be poor in my life. I will never be poor in my life. Continue to pray wherever you are. Just pray this. them to the abbeys. I command them to the abbeys. Hallelujah. Amen. Then tonight there might be somebody who have not received Jesus Christ as their Lord and their Savior. Wherever Amen. you are, let us say this prayer together. Let us say these words together. Say, Lord Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ. You are my Lord. You are my Savior. You are my Savior. Wash me with your blood. Wash me with your blood. Forgive me my sins. Forgive me my sins. Bless me today. Bless me today. Protect me from today. Protect me from today. From today. With your power, with your power of the Holy Spirit, of the Holy Spirit, from today, from today, I am born again. I am born again. I am saved. I am saved in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Wow. Congratulations. If there was somebody who was praying that prayer for the first time, know that, yes, you are born again. Yes, you are saved. Yes, you are a child of the living God. When you wake up, pray in the name of Jesus and follow this profile that whenever we, we, we 
fellowship, fellowship together, pray with us. As you pray with us, and uh, you will be growing in Christ, and Christ will be manifesting in your life in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Then, um, in a normal week, every Thursday, every Friday, we will be having a, a, a prayer and fasting. But Thursday this week, you will skip because we are coming from our 40 days. But Friday, we will fast. We'll be on our fasting. Um, then we will do it like that. Then anyway, wherever you are, you are blessed in Jesus' name. Amen. I command every prayer request to be answered in Jesus' name. Amen. Wow. Amen. The anointing is so strong. Anyway, can we share the grace? And may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. The love of God. The love of, love of God. God. The fellowship of the Holy Spirit. The fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Be with Amen. us all. Be with us all. Say surely goodness and love. Surely goodness and love. Shall follow me. Shall follow me. All the days of my life. Oh, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. In the yeah. name of Jesus. Every demon. Every curse. Every Every trap. Every trap. Any attack, any attack, any problem, any problem, any challenge, any challenge, anything against us, anything against us, our lives, our lives, our families. Our families, our careers, our careers, our anything, our anything, let them be bound, let them be bound, I bind them now, I bind them now, I destroy them now, I destroy them now. But the blood of Jesus, 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 blood of Jesus. Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, fire, 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 fire. I command them to the abyss. I command them to the abyss. Say, God Almighty, you are holy. Say, God Almighty, you are holy. God Almighty, you are holy. You are wonderful. You are wonderful. You are glorious. You are glorious. I love you so much. I love you so much. You are God of Abraham. You are God of Abraham. God of Isaac. 
God of Isaac, God of Jacob, God of Jacob, I worship you. I worship you. I adore you. I adore you. I love you so much. I love you so much. I surrender to you. I surrender to you. Say wonderful Holy Spirit. Wonderful Holy Spirit. I love you so much. I love you so much. I surrender to you. I surrender to you. I open my heart. I open my heart. I open my spirit. I open my spirit. Teach me your word. Teach me your word. Bless me today. Bless me today. Today. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. The Bible said that where two or three come together in my name, there I am in their midst. Then also Amen. tonight, know that Jesus Christ is here. God Almighty is here. Angels are here. We are in the presence of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Also tonight, Amen. we will have a privilege to sing unto God. Let us do so with the whole of our heart. And the Bible says that as the praises go up, His glory come down. Let's get ready to sing unto God. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 You are Alpha and Omega. We worship.
testimony tonight. Let us get the word of God from that other side in the word of testimony tonight. Amen. Amen. Our testimony reads as follows. Broken leg health. There is a man admitted at the hospital where Pastor Robert was ministering to the patient. He was involved in a car accident and his leg was broken in two parts. He is for another operation this week. The man of God prayed for him and the healing power of God Almighty touched him. The man of God instructed him to walk and he began to walk with one crutch and later without a crutch. His family was excited to see the changes after prayer. And he also confirmed himself that he was feeling much better. Glory to God in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We the word of God from the book of First Corinthians chapter ten from verse thirty-three NIV. First Corinthians chapter ten from verse thirty-three. It says, Even as I try to keep everyone in every way. For I am not seeking my own good, but the good of many, so that they may be saved. Follow my example as I follow the example of Christ. I praise you for remembering me in everything and for holding to the traditions just as I pass them on to you. But I want you to realize that the head of every man is Christ. And the head of the woman is man, and the head of Christ is God. Every man who prays or prophesies with this head covered this honest head. But every woman who prays or prophesies with their head and covered this honest her head, it is the same as her head prays. For if the woman does not cover her head, she might as well have the head that if it is a disgrace for a woman to have her hair cut off, her head shaved, and she could cover her head and Hallelujah. Amen. We are going through the word of God, the Bible, together. 
As the word of God will be going out today, anyone you are not well, you will be receiving your healing. Every problem, let that problem be solved. And uh, let the Holy Spirit be ministering to us, touching, blessing and healing in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Then right now we will be going to the Word of God, to the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse number 33. The Bible reads as follows. Even as I try to please everyone in every way, for I am not seeking my own good, but good of many so that they may be saved. This is Apostle Paul. For us to understand what he is talking about in that chapter, we will have to go and also touch the chapter, a few verses where he was uh, talking. Let us read in verse number uh, 31 and 32. Then the Bible says that, so whether you eat or drink, Whatever you do, do it for the glory of the Lord. Do not cause anyone to stumble, whether Jew or Greek or the church of God. Okay, then Apostle Paul here, he's saying that even as I try to please everyone in every way, I'm not seeking my own good, but the good of many so that they may be saved. Then Apostle Paul here, what we have to understand, um, first of all, he was talking about food. That um, what he talks about in every, in, uh, in, in the, even in the previous chapters that we have read is that um, there was not wrong, nothing wrong with eating the food that have been offered to the idol. But he said that in order to make sure that um, everything is well, when you are taking the food sacrificed to the idol, if you thank God for it, everything is going to be well. But he said that even when you are partaking that food, and when you are doing whatever you are doing, try not to, to offend anyone, whether Jew or Greek and even those who are in the church. Then he's trying to say that he's trying to please everyone. He's trying not to offend everyone. He is whatever now what he's talking about that he's doing. He's saying that he is doing it for the sake of the others. Not that, you know, like what we talked about the other time, where you end up saying that as the child of God, maybe you end up saying that, no, you don't eat pork. In the New Testament, if you pray for pork, you can eat pork. But this is the place where you go like, okay, I don't eat pork in front of my brother for the sake of my brother's faith because the brother or the sister's faith can be offended if you are eating that pork in front of him because maybe he doesn't believe in it. He still thinks it's wrong to eat that pork. 
then he said that he will be trying to to get approval in the other brother, in the other sister, so that that sister might be saved. Then he is doing whatever he's doing for the sake of others. For the sake of others. That's why I say that even if I, as I try to please everyone in every way, I'm not trying to seek good, my own good, but the good of many so that they may be saved. He's saying that when he was, he is doing whatever he's doing, he said that he will be doing it to get an approval and, and in trying to please others so that others may be saved. He's doing it for others. Hallelujah. Amen. Because sometimes as a Christians, we live for others. We try to, to do things so that also others might be saved because of course we are preaching. Of course we are preaching. And remember, preaching is not preaching only in the pulpit. Of course, we are preaching. Anyway, let us go to the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse number 1. Apostle Paul said that, Follow my example as I follow the example of Christ. Apostle Paul is telling those whom he is leading, whom he is working with, that follow my example as I follow Christ. And you know, on following is not everything that you follow. When Apostle Paul is saying that, follow my example as I follow Christ. What is he trying to say that? On whatever that he is, he is following Christ. And you see that Apostle Paul is following Christ. Follow his example. But if in some of the things that he's doing is not following Christ, don't follow that. It's the same thing that we were doing in the Old Testament. In the Old Testament, we are studying the book, the Old Testament, as we are seeing and looking how other servants of God have walked with God. The one who have walked with God well, we copy the good that they have done. And if somebody went somewhere and make a mistake, we don't copy that. We take that as a lesson and say, oh, then this is the mistake they've made. And we try not to do what the mistake that they've done. Then when Apostle, Paulus, Apostle Paul said that, follow me as I follow Christ. Then that means you, you, you now, when you're following Apostle Paul, if he's doing everything that aligns to the word of God, you copy that. But if Apostle Paul, there are some of the things that he is doing that it is not aligned with the word of God, you don't copy that. You don't copy that. You copy everything that is aligning to the word of God. I want you to get that. I don't know whether you are getting what I'm saying. When we are walking with Christ, we look for the things that others are walking with Christ and we copy that. But if there are certain things that they are doing that does not glorify the name of the Lord, you don't copy that. It's not everything that we copy. 
It is in the life of Jesus where we copy everything. Because Jesus Christ is the Alpha and Omega. And no one else is the Alpha and Omega. I want you to get it. Jesus Christ is what? He is the Alpha and what? And Omega. He is the beginning and the end. His life was perfect. You can study, you can see it when you study the book of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. When you are copying, the, you, you can see it, how glorious is the life of the Lord. No matter what, whether he is being crucified, but you will see how glorious is that life of the Lord Jesus Christ. But then it, what I'm trying to tell you tonight, is when you do that, you will begin to see how perfect is the life of Jesus Christ. The life of Jesus Christ is perfect, and why it is perfect it is perfect because it must be copied. It's the one that deserves to be copied. Hallelujah. Amen. The life of Jesus Christ deserves to be copied. We are trying to be like um, to be like Jesus. We are following Jesus. That's why we are Christians. We are saying that we are Christian because we are following Christ. Amen. We are not following Paul. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. We are following who? We are following Jesus. We are Jesus Christ's followers. Because he has paid with his own blood. He has paid with his own blood. Then we Amen. are Jesus Christ's followers. And we are Jesus Christ's copiers. Jesus, we must copy him in full. We must, we must long to be like him. We must strive to be like him. Who? Jesus Christ. Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. Verse number 2 of 1 Corinthians chapter 11. I praise you for remembering me in everything and for holding to the tradition just as I pass them on to you. This is Apostle Paul. Apostle Paul says, I praise you for remembering me in everything and for holding to the traditions I have passed them on to you. You know, then Apostle Paul is saying that he thanked them for remembering him. Not only thanking them for remembering him, and also on holding on the teaching that he has given them. Remember this time he's writing the letter to the church in Corinth. He's no longer, he's not in Corinth. He went there and preached and he passed. And when he was in Corinth, he taught them the word. He taught them some things which are in the word. And now as he have taught them something that are in the word, he said that that means maybe he have heard the report about them. He have heard the, the report about them, how they are doing. It's not there, but that's why he's writing the letter. So I thank them. He is happy that they have hold on to the tradition. What were these traditions? Were these the traditions of men? No, these were the traditions of the word of God. 
A true child and a wonderful child of God is the one who hears the word of God and put it into practice according to what he has been taught. That is a true and a wonderful child of God. That's why Jesus Christ said that. You know, Jesus, even himself, he does not value and um, he doesn't value people just because they listen to him. He values people based on how they have applied his word. We have heard that, we have taught about that several times. With Jesus Christ, that anyone who loved me will obey my commands. Anyone who loved me will obey his commands. His commands are his traditions. His command are his, are his, is the word of God. Then Jesus Christ said that anyone who will take this word of God and put in them to practice is like the man who built his house on top of what? On top of the rock. Even the streams rose, even the storm of the life of life comes, it will hit against that, that house. Yes, it will stand, it will not fall. This is Jesus Christ talking about somebody who have taken the word, applied the word. You know, that's the importance of the word. Then also Amen. Apostle Paul here, he was impressed based on other disciples whom he have taught the word of God and who have after heard the word of God he, they take that word of God and put it into practice because you see whether somebody is the true disciples of Jesus Christ a true follower of Jesus Christ when they take the word of God and put the word of God into practice then that's very very much important that's why we have to love the Word of God. We have to enjoy the Word of God. We have to study the Word of God. We have to listen to the Word of God. We have to meditate upon the Word of God so that we may do everything written in it. And we are, you know, we are, we prove that we are His disciple of Jesus Christ when we put the Word of God into practice. I want us just to go somewhere this uh, this evening. Can we go to the book of um, La Graduska Pradiaska Pahayadeska Pahayadas? La Katuska Pradaska Pahidasko Pahaye. The book of Joshua. Joshua chapter 1. Can we go there? Raki Brozanta Labazonta Labahadeza. Verse number 7, the Bible says that be strong and be very courageous. Be careful to obey all the law my servants Moses gave to you. Do not turn from it to the left or to the right. That you may be successful wherever you go. Okay, that is the first portion of it. Verse number 8, the Bible said that keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. This is now, it's, uh, it's God talking to Joshua. That Joshua, the secret of Moses was in the word. Because Moses by this time he was gone. He was no longer there. Joshua was about to take over. And now God is giving Joshua a mandate that he must take in order for him to be successful as Moses was successful. 
And God is saying that the secret of Moses' success, it was in the word of God. Then in order for, for Joshua to be successful, he must honor the word of God. And he must meditate upon the word of God. And meditate upon the word of God. Not just once, not just twice, not just once a week, not just twice a week, but day and night. So that he may be careful to do everything that was commanded. Where? In the law of Moses. You want to now to do the word of God. Meditate upon his word. Do you want to prove that you are a disciple of Jesus Christ? Meditate upon his word. Love the word of God. Talk about the word of God. Listen to the word of God. Listen to the word of God. Let it be part of you. The more Amen. it is part of you, sooner or later you will find that you are practicing the word of God. Then when we talk about the tradition, it must not be the traditions of men. Remember Jesus Christ even himself, he taught against the traditions of men. When Jesus Christ came and by the time he was introducing his teachings and by the time he was producing, coming to teach the word of God, to practice the word of God, he was coming to the time where there were Pharisees and the teachers of the law, the people who were so religious. These people were religious. And when these people were religious, you know, they did not want to hear any other teaching, any other revelation. And they were sticking into the, tra some of the tradition were not even based on the word. Some of the traditions were the tradition that they've made for themselves. Which seems to be, to be so wonderful on the women perspective. Which they seem to look to be, to distinguish them. But, but was it the word of God? Was it the word of God? Hallelujah. Amen. Was it the word of God? It was not the word of God. It was not the word of God. It was the traditions of men. Then also, when we are following Jesus, and when we are walking with Jesus, something that we must, we must really consider and look to carefully, it is to look to carefully and make sure that um, uh, we are not following the traditions of men. Are, are you hearing what I'm saying? Amen. That we are following what? The, the, the word of God. We are practicing the word of God. If it's any tradition, it must be a tradition which is based on the word. Then also the tradition that is talking about, Apostle Paul is talking about, it must be a tradition which is based on the word. Otherwise, if those who are following Apostle Paul are, 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 are following and practicing, practicing the traditions which is, are, are not based on the word of God, they are getting lost. They are getting lost. Whatever we do as a church of God, whatever we do as we walk together, it must be based on the word. 
It must be based on the word. It must not just be doing things. You know, today, you need, you know, that's why sometimes you end up having a false church. A false church sometimes they will be having a traditions. But you find that a tradition that they have, it does not conform with the word of God. Then any tradition that is being done and any act that is being done, it must conform with the word of God. What is the word of God? The word of God is the standard of a Christian's life. The word of God, it must show you direction. The word of God, it must, it must be what we practice in our life. Then anything in the life of a child of God, it must be, it must be the way that it's been said where? In the word of God. It's not about just say, oh, I'm following so and so. I'm doing so and so. But whatever they're doing is concerning. Do you see the word of God in it? If Apostle Paul is saying that follow me as I follow Christ, he must be practicing the word of God. When he's practicing the word of God in his action, then copy the actions when he's following the word of God. That is very, very much important. If there are other traditions, oh, it's wrong. Don't follow it. Anyone, including me, if, if uh, the certain portion where it is not the word of God, don't follow that. We are following Christ. Because sometimes men stumble. And you know, we've got the, the, the verse like, um, you know, sometimes men stumble. And when men stumble, that's what we are saying in the Old Testament. When we are studying the, li the life of Petrarchs and the, those who have lived in the Old Testament, what are we doing? We will check what they've done right work with God. And when they've been working with God, good, we copy it. But when we find, oh, this is where they stumble, this is a lesson learned, we don't have to do this. But even when we are now looking at the, at, the, at the traditions, we must be checking the traditions that conform to what? To the word of God. The word of God is the standard of the child of God's life. I cannot emphasize that enough. Okay, let me just do one or two justice of these few verses because these few verses, they are not normally talked about. It's not something that you will hear now and then anybody teaching about. Then we have to go through because this is what we are doing. That's the reason why we are here listening to the word of God tonight. Okay, verse number three. The Bible says that, but I want you to realize that the head of every man is Christ. And the head of every woman is man. And the head of uh, Christ is God. He's trying to give us the hierarchy. That the hierarchy is that God, God Almighty is God of all. He's the Father of all. He's the source of life to all. After God Almighty, we have got Christ. The head of God is Christ. The, the, the head of Christ is God. But the head of the church it is Christ. The head of man is Christ. And now the head of, of a woman is man. Especially when you, are, when you are married. That man, that husband of yours is the head of the family. If you are married, you must listen to your husband. 
I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. If you are married, you must do what? You must listen to your, to, to your, to your husband. And when you are in Christ, you must listen to Christ. Christ is the head of the church. He's the head of, your, of men. Men must listen to Christ. In the same way, the woman. If you are married, listen to your husband. Listen to your husband. You know, you find that somebody is married. You know, when the, this woman is married, doesn't want to listen when the, 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 the man of the house is speaking. It's wrong. It's wrong. The, your husband is the head of your family. Your husband is the head of the house. Respect that man. That's what the Bible said that woman. That's what I'm, I'm, I'm just saying that according to the word of God. I'm not just saying woman. The Bible said that women must do what? Must, must submit to their husband. As if you are in Christ, we submit to Christ. If you are married, you submit to your husband. You don't act as if you are men in the house. Doesn't matter whether you are working. Doesn't matter whether you are earning more than your husband. Some because that's that's the case sometimes. You find that the woman is getting more money more than the the husband, and the woman forget that uh, uh, she's the she's the wife. He now behaves as if she's the husband of the house, and she wants the man to listen to this man. It's wrong. If you are married, you must honor your husband. If you are married, you must respect your husband. This is according. Uh, what we are saying here, we are not. We are not putting this to you. We are telling you what the word of God says. Then, if you do the things that the word of God says, God is going to back you up. God, the God will be in what you are doing. If you do things according to the word of God, then many women they want to to do what they think is right. No. If you are married, your husband is the head of the house. Honor that man. The Bible doesn't say a wife love your husband. The Bible says you must respect your husband. You must submit to your husband. And the husband love your wife. Love your wife. And the Bible says the husband must love the wife as Christ loved the church. That means, and the Bible says that you men, you must not be harsh to your wives. You must love them. Don't be harsh. To, to be so that for them to submit doesn't mean that you must be harsh. But love and care for them as Christ cares about the church. But it is easy to love the woman who submit. If you want your husband to love you, honor him, submit to him, listen to him when he talks. You know, in the marriage, there's a way to talk. There's a way to talk. There's a way to talk. You know, some women, you know, they will reach to the level where they, they will talk to their husband as if their husband is the child. And most of the time, the husband gets offended. There's a way to talk. You know, I've, I've given many advices sometimes when people are looking for prayer. And I say that, do you, to this woman, do you work? Say that, yes, I work. Then in, in your working place, do you talk to your boss anyhow? No, I don't. Even if you are angry there at work, if your boss have done something wrong, do you just begin to shout everybody so that everybody can hear that day? Now today, I, I will show you. Do, do you do it like that? Absolutely not. It's wrong. 
you find a way to convey the message in a proper way. Also the same way in your house, do the same. Doesn't mean that if there's something wrong now, you begin to shout to that man as if it's your child and you're trying to prove a point. No, submit and no. And this, you, you will, you will, you, if you do it like that, you have stopped a lot of problems by only submitting. Submission is a key in marriage. Submission is a key. Anyway, I'm just passing through that point. I'm just giving in alignment. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Let us go forward Amen. just a bit. Because what I'm talking about here, they are not really talked about every day. We don't really, we are talking about because we read it today. Okay, can we go to, to, to verse number 14 of 1 Corinthians chapter 11? The Bible says that every man who prays or prophesies with his head covered dishonors his head. What Apostle Paul is saying is that it's inappropriate that when you are, when you are in the office and you wear a hat, it's an inappropriate. He's trying to say that when you are in the office, spiritual office, if you are a man, don't cover your head. I'm, 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 I'm not saying, I'm giving you what the Word of God talks about. This is what Apostle Paul is saying. And he's saying that every woman who prays or prophesies with their head uncovered dishonor their head. In the same way as you are as as the same as shaving your head shaved. Hey, okay. You know, if if you know if you tell a woman, somebody who's a woman, and you say that it is wrong to pray with your head uncovered. Nowadays is a norm. People they get comfortable with all the styles, the wonderful style and the beautiful style they have. It's a norm. But okay, I, I, I want you to get this. Have you ever seen a woman with a shaved head? A shaved, a bald head? I don't care whether they say it's a Mrs. South Africa. It's an inappropriate. Doesn't it? Doesn't it? It is not womanly. It is not what God has created. No matter what, whether they say that this one is a Miss South Africa, but the hair of a woman, the Bible says, is the glory of a woman. It's the glory. God gave a gift of hair. Even though you love beautiful, that beautiful style is a gift from God. That is your glory. You are beautiful because of your hair. You are more beautiful according to the word of God. I'm not, I'm not trying to say this is what pastors say. You know, most of the time when I'm teaching the word of God, I try to be to stay behind and let God speak. Let the mind of God and what God prescribed be prescribed. And you listen to the word of God. Listen as if you are listening to the word of God. Let me tell you. There are many things that naturally are comfortable to us. But the word of God does not allow. When you hear the word of God saying it. Try to do what the word of God is saying. Don't question it. There are many things. There are many, many things. 
that naturally, you know, we are comfortable with our, our lifestyle. We want to do it the way we do it. And we have been doing it. Which may be worldly sometimes. But if the word of God, you find the word of God talking against it, don't do it, just that. Because God knows why he's saying what he's saying. Like now, you know, now, what, now today in this service, you may find that there is a lot of ladies who are listening to this sermon. And goes like, you know, I'm comfortable without something to cover my head. But you heard what the Bible say, right? If you have heard it, what are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? Are you going to just say, okay, 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 you hear what I'm saying. But I'm trying to say to you, when you hear what the word of God says, this, it is just the right way to do. More especially for the child of God. To hear, because when we are studying the word of God, we are trying to find out what is it that God loves. And we will try to do everything to confine to what God says. That's what it is. But the Bible said that anyone who listened to the word of God, who studied to the word of God, and that person, when you're seeing, it's like you're looking at yourself at a mirror. But what do you do? Do you look at yourself at the mirror to just leave it like that? No, the Bible said that the anyone who listens to the word of God and just go away like that without rectifying what he's talking about, that person is like... So that it's like there's somebody who's deceiving himself or herself. And we are not deceiving. We are studying the word of God. Let us try to conform to the word of God. Not to the standard of the world. Because there are some stuff that the world have made a norm. To the world those things are normal. Then must we just follow the world blindly because to the world is normal? No, we are not of this world. We're trying to do the word of God. Hallelujah. I'm not going to talk forward because of time. Can you say, my day is blessed? My day is blessed. My family is blessed. My career is blessed. Our countries are blessed. Our countries are blessed. Say everything is turning around for my good. Everything is turning around for my good. I will not die before my time. I will not die before my time. I will never be sick in my life. I will never be sick in my life. I will never be poor in my life. I
Fire. Fire. I command them to the abbeys. I command them to the abbeys. Hallelujah. Amen. Then tonight there might be somebody who have not received Jesus Christ as their Lord and their Savior. Wherever Amen. you are, let us say this prayer together. Let us say these words together. Say, Lord Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ. You are my Lord. You are my Lord. You are my Savior. You are my Savior. Wash me with your blood. Wash me with your blood. Forgive me my sins. Bless me today. Bless me today. Protect me from today. Protect me from today. From today. From today. With your power. With your power. Of the Holy Spirit. Of the Holy Spirit. From today. Today, I am born again. I am born again. I am saved. I am saved. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Wow. Congratulations. If there was somebody who was praying that prayer for the first time, know that yes, you are born again. Yes, you are saved. Yes, you are a child of the living God. When you wake up, pray in the name of Jesus and follow this profile that whenever... We, we, we fellowship, fellowship together, pray with us. As you pray with us, and uh, you will be growing in Christ, and Christ will be manifesting in your life in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Then, um, in a normal week, every Thursday, every Friday, we will be having a, a, a prayer and fasting. But Thursday this week, we will skip because we are coming from our 40 days. But Friday, we will fast. We'll be on our fasting. Um, then we will do it like that. Then anyway, wherever you are, you are blessed in Jesus' name. Amen. I command every prayer request to be answered in Jesus' name. Amen. Wow. Amen. The anointing is so strong. Anyway... Can we share the grace? And may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. The love of God. The love of God. The fellowship of the Holy Spirit. The fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Be with us all. Be with us all. Say surely goodness and love. Surely goodness and love. Shall follow me. Me. All the days of my life. All the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. In the yeah. name of Jesus.